Hello, welcome to Weekly Dose with Dr. Uday, where all your questions for your primary care doctor are answered. Our goal is to help our listeners make their wellness a priority and live out long, enjoyable, and fulfilling lives. All right, we are on. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of Weekly Dose with Dr. Uday. I have a treat for you. We are going to be talking about reversing prediabetes. So I have an amazing doctor here with us that's going to be talking to us all about this. Now, before I, we get into all the details of this, I'm going to start with introductions. My name is Dr. Uday. Um, I'm a board-certified family medicine physician. I'm based in Martinsburg, West Virginia. I own a primary care practice, namely Apple Valley Family Medicine, and I also own an aesthetic practice. My goal is to have my patients not only feeling good, but looking good. All right, so I have Dr. Um, Lola Shaye here with us today. So I'm gonna give you some information about Dr. Shaya. She is a double board certified family medicine and lifestyle medicine physician with over a decade of experience. She's also a CEO of In Touch Primary Care in Sugarland, Texas, where she helps individuals and business owners to become and stay healthy so they can live fully and enjoy doing what they love. So Dr. Shaya, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Ide. It's a pleasure. <laughs> let's get So when you're talking reversal of any disease process, we are all ears. So this is, this is a big deal. Okay. So, well, I guess before we start with um, talking about reversal, what is it? So what's prediabetes? Yes. So prediabetes is when the glucose level is higher than it should be. It's not quite as high as it is when we call it diabetes, so there are ranges. So fasting blood sugar over 100 to 125 is considered prediabetes. Over 126 is considered diabetes. Or if you're using the A1C, which is the average blood sugar over the last three months, if that is um, 5.7 to 6.4, that's considered prediabetes. So prediabetes is before diabetes. <laughs> definition right before it. So, and most people kind of know about diabetes, but can you expand on why it's so important to, you know, reverse this? Yeah, absolutely. So I really love seeing patients that have prediabetes because I see it as an awesome opportunity. Um, and that's because it's reversible, like fully reversible. And because it's such a big deal to reverse it because diabetes increases your risks of so many health um, complications. So people with diabetes have an increased risk of heart disease, increased risk of stroke, increased risk of kidney failure, increased risk of, um, risk of nerve disease and of even blindness. So there's so many health conse consequences of diabetes when it's not controlled that if we can prevent it, it makes so much more sense. And then not only that, like there's also the time <laughs> that it takes to care for yourself when you have diabetes. There's a lot that goes into it. And there's the money. When you have diabetes, you're going to spend more money on tests, on doctor visits, on procedures, on so many things. So there is definitely a 
it, it makes sense to try to prevent it. Absolutely. And it's so interesting because I was having this conversation with one of my patients literally yesterday. And so just like you said, it's very satisfying to catch it at that point and have that conversation of just basically I tell them just start walking backwards. Let's get this. Let, let's have you just not step into that at all. All right. So I think this is going to be the best part. So what are the tips? Because that's I'm pretty sure what they're listening for. What are the actionable tips that people can use starting today to get them walking backwards away from diabetes? Right. So before I even talk about tips, the thing I like about treating prediabetes and reversing it is that whatever you're doing for it helps your health in general. So you get so much value (laughs) from trying to prevent it because a lot of the things that we recommend for reversing diabetes is going to make you feel better too. So it's like, it's a (laughs) win-win, you know? So if you have prediabetes, be encouraged. (laughs) This can become something good because now you're going to, you can do things that will help your overall health. So one of the things is diet, right? So how, what do we eat? And so my approach with this is, you know, not talking too much about what they cannot eat, but explaining what they can eat. Because I think a lot of people get discouraged when you start listing out all the things that, you know, you you can't eat this, you can't eat this. So what can you eat? And I think if you have that approach, it helps. So what can you eat? I think of it in three groups, carbs, proteins, and fats. So carbs, you can eat carbs that are whole food, whole grain. So things, whole food, when you think about whole food, think about things that you can walk outside right now, pluck it up from a tree or dig it up from the ground. Those are whole foods. So if you can stick to things like that, for the most part, things that are food, food, not processed, (laughs) (laughs) things that, you know, when it gets on your plate, you can tell how it got there, you know, not like, you're like, huh, I wonder what this is exactly. You know, if you have to ask, then you may want to reconsider eating it. Okay. So that's kind of how I think about it. Can you envision how that food got on your plate? If there are not too many steps, then you're probably that that's a good thing for you to eat. So whole foods would be like, you know, um, you know, bet a lot of vegetables, obviously fruits in the pre-diabetic state, you can get away with eating a lot of fruits still, and you get a lot of nutrients from that. And then, you know, even things like potatoes, um, yams, you know, things you know you can figure out how they got if you, you don't overly process them. And then in terms of whole grains, like whole, whole oats, quinoa, um, things like that, um, whole brown rice instead of white rice, you know, substituting whole grains for, um, for processed carbs will, will go a long way. So that would be the first tip in terms of... Um, reducing in terms of carbs. Now for proteins, I say just try to stick with the plant-based proteins. Mm -hmm. So, you know, avoid animal proteins as much as you can. And so stick with, you know, the beans, the legumes, the peas as much as possible. And then you limit the animal proteins. And the reason why is when I talk about fats, which with fats, you can have fats when you have diabetes or prediabetes, but the type of fat matters. So fats that come, saturated fat, which is found mainly in meats and cheese 
and uh, baked goods and things like that can increase your insulin resistance, which basically means that your body doesn't respond to the action of insulin in the way that it's supposed to. So if you avoid eating saturated fats as much as possible and you replace with good fat, like fatty fish, like sardines and salmon and that sort of thing, and nuts and seeds, then you're better off in terms of, um, you know, um, your diet for with prediabetes. So I guess the main things, carbs, you can eat from all the food groups. It's just choosing, <laughs> choosing the right things in those food groups, eating whole grain, whole foods, eating animal, I mean, plant-based protein, and then avoiding saturated fats, but eating the polyunsaturated fats like fatty fish, fish, nuts, and seeds. So that's kind of like a, a an overview. That's awesome. Um, and then, you know, things like um, hydration, because the other thing I tend to tell patients is, you know, uh, what they're drinking, if it's sugary drinks. Um, so 80% of the time you should be drinking water. Um, and then the other categories can be um, in that 20%. Um, how about um, exercise? Would that fit into um, this discussion? Yes, absolutely. So when I talk to people with prediabetes, <clears throat> I tend to start with the you know dietary changes just because that's where I feel like they can get the biggest bang for their buck in terms of like you know changing things. But exercise also is huge. Like there are studies showing that you know people that are able to do consistent exercise, which can translate to losing about seven to ten percent of their body um, um, their weight. Uh, losing weight up to 10 to um, 7, 10% of their or weight loss actually reverses prediabetes. And that's people just doing exercise. So exercise, physical activity can be huge because it, again, it lowers insulin resistance and um, which really helps with um, preventing diabetes. So yes, um, people can go that route. In addition, <laughs> in addition, <laughs> right <laughs> really helpful so guys you've heard it so it's very important what you're putting in your body um and then there are other modalities as well you know what you're drinking you know our physical activity even sleep also would um you know tie in with this as well so doc i'm going to switch gears a little bit and um ask some things about you and so the one i always ask everybody is why do you do what you do yeah. So I think for me, I have a primary care practice and it's a direct primary care, which is membership, like a gym membership. And um, the reason I do that, because I think it gives me the best opportunity to take care of people in the way that I think will be beneficial for them long term. So um, in direct primary care, people become members of your practice and then you, they can come in as often as they need to. So that way, preventative care is so big to me. Like I love, I, it's so like satisfying mm -hmm. <laughs> to be able to say, you know, we prevented this, you right. know, and, um, and it's, it's a big, I feel like, you know, if you prevent something in one person that affects everybody, their families, their friends, so many things, you know, so it's such a, a way to create impact. And um, I really enjoy helping people prevent serious health conditions. And um, it, to me, I, you know, it, 
it's not that hard. Like a lot of times it's really just understanding the information and a lot of people can do it if they have the right support. So in the membership setting, I feel like I'm able to give that support and hold my patients accountable. If they're watching, they'll be like, yeah, <laughs> they know about that. Um, <laughs> but I really, it's important for me that, um, you know, we're able to prevent serious health conditions because I, I just see how it can be such a big deal in terms of, you know, um, helping the person enjoy their lives and helping them be a, a blessing and an impact in their own world too. So it's just, it's just really important then that's why I do this. That's awesome. Now this is completely separate from this. This is the other question I ask. What would you tell your 20 year old self it, uh, with all the experiences that you've had so far? And it's in, in whatever context that you would like. Hmm. I would say, I hope I would tell my 20 year old self or when I was 20, right? Yeah. Like you I tell myself. And then you're like, because there's sometimes you think about it and you're like, man, if I, <laughs> I, you know, if I knew this and it's yeah. all what people say, because I mean, there are people listening to this that are in the same position and could benefit from the experience. Right, that right, right. right. Of yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I guess I would just say, you know, at the time, where was I when I was 20? It's like, it feels like so long ago. Right? <laughs> 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 I guess I was in college. I was in college when I was when I was twenty. I was actually yeah, I was probably, I was right, right, after, probably right after high school. Right. I was I was definitely in college. I was college. thinking about being there was some confusion about med school versus what I'm going to do. I changed my major like a lot in, in school. So I would say to that person, like if you're still trying to figure it out, trying to, you know decide which way to go and um you know what major to do how to go about all of it just just um keep doing your research don't and trust that you'll make the right decision like don't be afraid just um continue to explore don't be afraid to like explore different options i was a math major for like two weeks I was, <laughs> I was a statistics major. And so, you know, I did, I tried different things out and don't feel like because you don't know yet, you can't ever figure it out. Like you will figure it out eventually and it's going to be okay. So I think that's what I'll tell myself that just calm down. It's going to be fine. It's okay to explore. You'll figure it out. <laughs> a lot of people say something to that, like, you know, don't take yourself as seriously and you'll figure it out. And so that's amazing. So thank you for that. Um, okay. So where, Dr. Shea, where can people connect with you or look you up and all that? Absolutely. So I'm based in Sugarland, Texas, which is a, a suburb of Houston. And you can find me at www.intouchprimarycare.com. That's our website. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at intouchprimary or on um, Facebook at intouchprimary. And on YouTube at <laughs> In Touch Primary Care, we have a YouTube channel. And more recently on TikTok at InTouch.Primary. So choose your platform and <laughs> you can find me there. <laughs> yeah, 
questions. All right, guys, you heard it. So we had a lot of gems for you today. Dr. Hashaya definitely gave some gems. So please like and share because there's definitely someone out there that this could be beneficial to. And those of you looking for a primary care doctor, um, Apple Valley Medicine is accepting new patients. Cell phone number is 304-350-1087. And um, you can find us online at www.applevalleyfamilymed. You guys have a great week. Thank you. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe, share, and include a review. Don't forget, you're worth it. And your health is our priority. Tune in for another episode next week and have a great rest of your week.